When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This show is brought to you by The Makery, the podcast network for makers. All right, welcome back to The Handmade Podcast, episode 25. We're still here. 25 episodes. Feels like a lifetime. We got Derek from Malden, Paul Pinto Jr., and I'm Chris F. from Make Everything. Let's get started. Derek, I know you've had a busy week. The holidays have come and gone, but how are you doing? Good. You know, you got a great voice for this podcast. Yeah, he does a you good intro. I tell you, I just get like... <laughs> really I just, smooth with the intro. It is. I'm like, I'm, it just it just blows me away, man. Because I'd be like, uh, like, hey, I'm guys. Like, yeah, I was like, uh, uh um, I have to do like hey guys, welcome back to the handmade podcast. It's, oops, yeah, yeah, I screwed yeah. up right there. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to the handmade podcast. I'm Chris Zepp from Make. I love how you say from Make Everything every time. From do you think when it. he goes to restaurants and they're like, "Hey, sir, what's your name?" He's like Chris Zepp from Make Everything. That's sure. right. That's right. <laughs> I'm like, hey, hey I'm Chris Zepp from Make Everything. I have my uh, that's a- my my reservation. That's how I always feel like you know, every time at work, they're like, you know, you, you got to introduce yourself with them. Like, I always like almost say I'm Derek from Dude, Malden. I swear to God, sometimes I think I like that's that like your last bag. name. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. it's so funny. So this week at work, like the secret kind of has been revealed. So a lot of guys at Uh-oh. work know what I'm up to. So I've been out of work for about a month and I'm out at a big job. And the foreman comes up and he looks at me and he's like, he's got like the long beard and everything. We look like twin brothers. And he's like, where the fuck have you been? Uh. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, you know, just COVID, just trying to lay low and, you know, taking care of myself. He's oh, that's good. That's good. He's like, I heard you put stuff online. Uh-oh. I go, yeah, yeah, I do. He's like, can I see? So he's like, I was like, yeah, it's like, I just, I don't want to work here no more and stuff, you know? And he's looking at my stuff and he's like, yeah, he goes, you shouldn't be working here, you know? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's not that simple, you know? So uh, he goes, you weld? I go, a little bit. He's like, can you teach me how to TIG weld? I'm like, yeah, I can teach you how to TIG weld. You know, it was just, it was just really cool. So uh, a couple hours goes by and uh, he uh, messages me. He goes, my daughter's on this thing called Instagram. Like he's just so illiterate, <laughs> computer illiterate. He's like, you know, um, she wanted me to get like your name and stuff. So he uh, like took down my information and stuff. So it's just kind of weird now. I'm like saying like, oh man, my boss is like watching me. Cause it's just funny. Like sometimes I'll go into work 
and guys will say stuff that like from my story from the weekend and stuff and like i forget like they watch you know i always think it's like you know people that i'll never see or whatever you know i talk to and it's just it's always like strikes me as funny but it um so that was good so it was funny that that happened you know but um I actually might take next week off just to do a little bit more shop time. But no, I've been uh, busy. I was really, really disappointed with the post office. I think a lot of people were. I've gotten a ton of messages for people. I killed myself to get those ornaments shipped out the day literally people ordered them. If they ordered before 4 o'clock, they were shipped out that day. And almost nobody got them before Christmas. Oh, that sucks. The part that kills me is so one of my friends from work, he um, he lives in New Hampshire. He's about 40 minutes from me. He orders 10, I think. He was the first person that ordered. He's like, dude, I want those. And I was like, oh, game on. Like that started the whole thing going. I made his. I shipped his out. He got his, I think, today or oh yesterday. Oh, my God. So this is the 30th. They were shipped on the 13th, I think. On the 20th. I shipped two to Guam. The <laughs> girl got them the 26th. So I got a, a woman who listens to this in Guam, and she watches me on YouTube. And um, it's just so crazy. I shipped a bunch to Australia, one a uh, bunch to Texas got there. But I was like, anything local. And then another thing I posted, I posted that uh, T-Track for um, – for the router table there, the ink or whatever it yeah. is. There. So a guy bought it for from me, and I didn't give him a price. I was like, "Hey, you cover the shipping. I just want it gone." So he he paid me a lot of money, a lot more than I thought I was going to get for it. And uh, he messaged me last week. He's like, "Dude, that never came in. He I bought it like a yeah. month ago." Damn. I was like, "Listen, give it a week. I'll 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 give you money back if you don't get it." He messages me yesterday. He gets it. The box is trashed, right? So the biggest pot, the big bar, that's gone. So I refunded him all his money. He never even asked. I refunded it all. I was like, dude, I gave you a complete refund. It was funny. He gave me half of it back. He's like, dude, he goes, you're not at fault for this. And uh, so it was really good of him. And and if he listens to this podcast, thank you so much because it just like – he knew like I wasn't trying to beat him and he wasn't trying to beat me. It was a sucky situation for both of us, but it was just like, I could have thrown that thing out and had no aggravation. Mm. Like it cost me money and ag- not aggravation from him, but just the fact that it, it, it got broken and, and missing. And then he looks it up, the tracking he was doing it left, left your post office three days ago. So it's been yeah, Jesus Christ. Office. yeah. So oh. I know Jimmy's mentioned it like in his podcast. So if anybody else hasn't gotten their ornaments by now, I don't know. Just give it up. <laughs> it's just yeah. been on me about the, by next Christmas. I, I've yeah. been mailing, you know, I mail the stickers when I, people order clothes yeah. from me and this, this is like a, this is a public statement. If anyone is wondering when you order shirts from me, I don't ever touch the shirts, but when you order stickers, I put them in an envelope and I mail them or I have someone else do it, but they go out regular mail with stamps and people have been hitting me up. Like my my stickers didn't come. I ordered them at the beginning of the month and I'm looking at some of the names and I'm like, I remember packing those stickers. Like the order came because like one of the, one of the people, um, one of the people's like someone I interact with like all the time on Instagram. And I remember, so what I'll do is like, if someone orders stickers, 
that I know I'll always, I'll put pluses on the envelope and it'll remind me to put extra stuff in the envelope. If it's someone that I interact with and I want to give them like a bunch of extra stickers. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I remember specifically seeing his name and being like, oh yeah, this guy, uh-huh. I put a bunch of stuff in there, put the envelope, whatever, threw it in the mailbox. And I had to mail three weeks ago. It actually just happened with a check from one of my, uh, one of my clients. They mailed me a check on the eighth. It just came today. Yeah. regular mail and i'm like yeah, it's, I'm it's crazy like, but people like are sending me nasty messages i don't know but I'm, I'm thinking like at this point you know how could anybody blame the shipper you know like uh, I, I don't know i mean i feel like everybody's yeah. heard a story about the bad mail i bought something on ebay that was shipped from uh colorado on december 17th and it still hasn't come priority mail yeah. it should have been there in two days wow yeah. it sucks I, I told yeah, you about yeah. the McMaster car stuff that I bought no. two months ago, and it finally just came. <laughs> no way. Day. Yeah. Oh, really? The roller tables for, for the oh, bandsaw, really? for the right. Bailey bandsaw. Oh, shit. I ordered 20 feet of roller tables like over, yeah, almost two months ago, and it just showed up. Wow. It, it's so funny because, I mean, as Americans, I think like we're so spoiled. So the fan, the exhaust fan for the um, laser, that just came in. And uh, – it was supposed to be here like on a Monday and I didn't have any tracking information. And then finally there was tracking information, but I looked it up and it said that package was delivered in September. So I was like, Oh, that's weird. They must've put the wrong number in. I do it again. Same thing. So then Monday comes the tracking number disappears and it says your package yeah. is delayed. So then I, I messaged the seller. He's like, Oh no, this is the tracking. He gives me the original one. That's wrong. So then it says, by the next monday that monday it says it's delayed again and then it comes that day you know but the box was all smashed up and everything it was fine thank god but you know i remember as a kid like you would order something and it always said you know expect six to eight weeks for delivery i'm like can you imagine amazon now six to eight weeks for delivery yeah if you don't have it after two days you're like pissed yeah Dude, Malden, we have a, a, a warehouse right here. We're getting a second warehouse literally two miles from my house. We get same-day delivery. Before That's COVID. crazy. Yeah, yeah, you order stuff in the morning. You get it that day. That's excellent. Unbelievable. Love you know? that. Oh, my God. It's great. What a crazy thing Amazon is. I know. I mean, I see their, their own trucks out now. That's the new thing. I, is I their know. own trucks. They're just going to completely cut yeah. UPS they, and they FedEx. Bought, um, they bought 40,000 uh, 2019 and 2020 Sprinters. Yeah, Dodge, right? Um, no, Mercedes. They oh, really? 20, uh, or yeah. 40,000. And what happened, when I ordered my Sprinter, I couldn't get certain Is that features. why you had to wait? Is no, I, you had to wait, wait anyway. But the okay. thing was, so when you order it, they like, you know, it, the, the dealer just goes and checks boxes, you know, option yeah. this, option that. Certain of the boxes he turned his computer screen and showed me weren't available for non-fleet customers because Amazon bought Amazon bought all the LED headlights that were available wow. because they don't want to have halogens in their trucks because then they have to maintain the bulbs. They have to change the bulb. Yeah. Yeah. So they bought all the LEDs. And you know how um, your guys' cars probably have it. You know the automatic high beam feature where your yeah. high beams Love automatically that. shut off? Amazon bought all of them. So I couldn't yeah. get that in my truck because it wasn't available for regular consumers. Yeah. Um, I love and, that. That's the best too. See, I don't I think that. I have that in mine. 
I don't. No, I had you, it in my last you, truck, and I didn't like it. Have it Paul. How? I never really liked it. Mine was too. Uh, Dude, mine mine's too not. I, I don't have the nice one like you do. I have the LT. Yeah, but I'm telling you, it's try. I don't even know how I put it on. To be honest with you, it just seems to come on. But it always seems like if I flash my high beams, it, that turns it on. And no, I, that doesn't work in mine. I don't think I have the auto high beams. Really? Like because I don't have like like my front seat is electric, but like the passenger seat isn't. If oh, I got yeah, the LTZ, yeah. then it would I would yeah, have the auto. Yeah, yeah. Like the other cars that we have, like that have yeah. the auto high beams. There's a house on one of the streets that we're always on. These people, yeah. God, they built this house. It's like a real. Uh, I don't know. I got. I'm gonna teach you guys about about houses in a little bit. But this particular house is like this big mess, all stone, like really steep peaks on the roof. Skinny yeah. mansion. Like the public skinny mansion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly what it is. And they got these bright white, you know, like the real white lights. Yeah. Not yellow light, like yeah. white, yeah. bright yeah. light, yeah. like headlights. There's four of them. They got a two driveway entrances, and there's two bright lights on each entrance. <coughs> They're brighter than car headlights, and they always have <laughs> to turn off the auto high beams because the car would think it's another car coming at it because it's so yeah. bright. Yeah. They light no, up the entire street. It's like a landing strip. It's the ugliest. Maybe thing they in the can world. like see it from space. Yeah, 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 yeah. probably. But dude, have you seen like the thing? There was like a thing on TikTok a while ago about like McMansions. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know like McMansion. You know those houses that are like yep. big, but they're big pieces of shit. Well, that's that's uh, there's a. Yeah. That, that's a whole that's McMansion is an architectural subdivision now, like a like a yeah. real like high end architect. Like we'll never design a McMansion. Like there Dude. are certain like they add extra gables, they add like a turret, yeah. they add a bunch of features. They have a window above the door that no one can get to. Yeah, 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 usually, yeah. That's the yeah. that's the window. Yeah, so it's yeah, like yeah, a yeah. Long, like round window. But dude, mm-hmm. we so this goes back to like this whole. I guess it's like a lexicon, right? Is that the right word for this? Like that, my mm-hmm. parents, my particularly my mom's family, and the kids that they grew up with have all these different words that they use but like one of our friends the, the the person who used to live who lived across the street from my mom's mom's house was like doing something to their house they were like trying to do some DIY home improvement thing and our other good friend was over there talking to him and he's like explaining how he's going to do it and he goes you know I'm just going to kind of I'm going to shoomf I'm going to shoomf it like he said shoomf we're like what the hell is shoomf I'm just going you know I'm just going to shoomf it I'm going to and we're like what well, this, I wasn't there, but that's what my parents were. But we adopted that word. So every time we see a McMansion, we call it a shoomph. We're like, look at that shoomph over there. That's, that house is a real shoomph. When it's like a real ugly looking stupid house. Yeah. yeah so you got, sh- you're got you in the type of neighborhood where you got a lot of those where people had a nice Dude, beautiful yeah. farmhouse that they knocked down. And they put a they big ugly shoomph over just- there. They just they shimp it up. They yeah, just dude. a little because uh, you know it's like when it's a big house because mm-hmm. someone wants to say they live in a big house, but yeah. it's just you know yeah. like not my, quality. My, my buddy built a house right on not right on the water, but real close to it in a real beautiful seaside community outside north of Boston, and he spent some serious dough on this house. It wasn't like a McMansion or nothing like that, but like you went in his closets and there was like crown molding in the closets mm-hmm. like like it was everything was done 
like so meticulous and perfect it was mm. like you just tell it was like just the quality of the craftsmanship was just unbelievable but like my buddy brian like that's the type of stuff he does like he does unbelievable like he'll put a deck on a house and you know up by the ocean be uh -huh. like sixty thousand dollars <laughs> you know? yeah yeah just beautiful beautiful you know stuff they do that he works with like another guy and um, they have a small crew now. It was just the two of them before, but they just do some like unbelievable, real, real nice high end work, you know? Yeah, that's what we used to do when I, when Macklin and I worked together. The home builder that we worked for, like that was that was the type of house that my uh, that my old boss was known for, Ooh, you know, like the house him. that had all uh -oh. the features and all the details that like you oh, yeah, can you hear me. Yeah, no, I was, I hear you. What, what I was saying was the when Macklin and I worked together, that was the home builder that we worked for. Like yeah, the guy yeah. that did like, you know, we had so we did the uh this building, this house that we built, and he wanted the front door to be like really special. That was his like he was talking to the client, he talked it up to the client, and the front door was it was like nine and a half feet tall, it was forty two oh, wow. inches wide, solid mahogany, and then we sent oh. it out to be French polished. Oh, so wow. That's crazy. The whole door, both sides, was meticulously hand French polished wow. by a furniture restoration specialist like a couple miles away. So we got the door. We hung it. The client saw it. They said, yeah, it's beautiful. We took the door down and we brought it right to the guy's place. And then we had a temporary door up for like six months. Took the guy like six months to do this door. Yeah. And then the... uh we built this beautiful like $30,000 door. It probably was door. like 10 to 15 grand just for the French polish. And then plus yeah. the mahogany. Yeah. yeah. And the solid brass hardware and oh, all the yeah, other yeah. Like unbelievable features. So then in that same house, we built a library that they, uh, they decided on wormy chestnut for all the material. Mm -hmm. So they ordered wormy chestnut beams from Tennessee, had them shipped here, then paid somebody to resaw them down then they built arch trusses, all the all the millwork, all the casing matched the rest of the house, but was milled out of solid wormy chestnut and then pre-finished. And then we had the same guy that did the front door, did a, uh, a marquetry inlaid uh, compass rose above the fireplace that had stars. Each star represented one of their kids. Or no, constellations. Each constellation represented one of their kids, and they picked the constellation based on their kids' like birth month. Birth mm -hmm. month. And this thing was like, you know, like that guy Ramon on Instagram who does all the inlay stuff. Oh, you know, I this cost them. like they probably spent a hundred thousand dollars on this on these details. You know, like these details cost more than a house for like these couple of little things. Mm -hmm. And you know, some people definitely don't do this kind of shit tastefully, but this house yeah. is like an unbelievable like specimen. I got to see if I can I, find pictures of it. I, I've, been, so I've, been like, beautiful. I've been like begging Ramon to uh, start a YouTube channel. Like oh, that be guy. Great. I, that's what I told him. I'm like, dude, you are like basically doing YouTube on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Like he does yeah. like such long, like, I don't know if they're reels or whatever they call them. Like I, IG stories, whatever the hell they are. But they, um, I was like, dude, you have so much knowledge. You do such beautiful stuff. Everything he does is like unbelievable. If anybody, um, you know, we'll put a link to him, but he, uh, like, just his, he just did a thing where he did like little pads for the doors and he cut them on a mm -hmm. leather. And it's like, dude, mm -hmm. it's like, just, I, I comment, I'm like, dude, like, you, there's not a detail that you overlook. Like, and he just, yep. 
He's like, Seth seems like such a cool dude. You ever see like the rock crawler his brother has? He posts about it. Ever... Oh, yes, I have in like a yeah, garage. A yeah, yeah. Once in a while, he'll talk about it. His brother has like this badass rock crawler. I was like, dude, you would have a kick ass YouTube channel mm-hmm. like instantly. Like, you'd have yeah. a ton of people, you know? And but he's I so informative. He's super, yeah, super dude, informative. He so many tips like his jigs are like beautiful like he makes mm-hmm. these stupid beautiful yeah. jigs. but you reminded me i um back to the fish tanks paul i mm-hmm. had this guy there was a friend of mine an asian guy he would buy this coral spend thousands of dollars on coral and fish he would call what kind of coral are we talking about here just anything just anything he'd buy <laughs> yeah pink something anything and he'd be like dude it's throwing off the feng shui in my tank. Oh, you need to come by and get oh, it. Oh, you told me about right? this. So I go there. This is a guy. His tank caught on fire, and he had it on. Dude, <laughs> must right? have had some bad feng shui. Oh, yeah. Blew up. Dude, my buddy still has the tank. <laughs> oh, he paid like $30,000 for this tank. But anyways, he had this media room, right? He brings yeah. me and Max into this media room. It was had like 15 recliners, and I forget what they call it. It wasn't like 3D or 4D or whatever. It was like the chairs moved. Yeah. So like you got in the chairs, they were recliners. They literally picked up <laughs> off the ground like six feet. All what? the shades got, dude, it was the crazy, not, not six feet, like three feet off the ground. Yeah. But they, they moved. What is this, like Disney yeah. World? Yes, yes. <laughs> like Terminator exactly. 2? Like Soren? Remember that ride, Soren yeah, in Disney that's World? Exactly, that's exactly what it was like. The I was like, dude, I'm going to get sick. We go in there, right? You sit on the chairs. All the, the shades come down like it was like great. Right down. Room's completely dark, right? Yeah. Shade comes down. The chairs come up, right? They're like moving, bouncing. They're getting shot. It was like not Jurassic Park. It was some <laughs> movie like that. It was a famous movie. The one where all the people were like purple or whatever. What the hell movie is that? Avatar? Yes, Avatar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right yeah. when that was released, he had that, right? So anyways, <laughs> after, he reclines the chairs, and he's like, watch this. And the the ceiling lights up, right? What? He paid a 100 grand to have the stars the night he proposed to his wife, oh. inlaid in fiber optics into That's the That's like a Rolls Royce ceiling. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. It's exactly like that. See, I I'd rather take that hundred grand and throw it right into the kitchen. Yeah. Oh, he. I think he did that as well. <laughs> yeah. I think he did that. His Dude. tank was part of his kitchen cabinet. Oh, so he yeah. Put it to the tank. Yeah. It was unbelievable. He threw. The, he gave the whole thing away to me. He gave me the whole thing. I took the wow. whole thing out of it. And he just was done with it. Yeah, he was done. Wow. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take My it. buddy yeah. took the tank. Jesus like Christ. 30, 30 grand he paid for the tank and the cabinet for it. It was unbelievable. Wow. How big was yeah. the tank? Uh, 180 gallons. Oh 30 grand for, for 180 yeah. gallon no, tank? And the, and the cabinets. Oh, all, the cabinets all, must have yeah, been a yeah, lot. Yeah, the cabinets. Yes, the oh, cabinets. It's everything. not even that big of a tank. I was about to say. No, I thought, it was gonna be, I thought you were going to no, say 500 gallons. No, 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 no. How oh, big wow. is 180 gallons? Not that big. It all, it all depends on oh. the shape of them. Yeah. Actually, you know what? It was probably a two forty. Now that I think of it, yeah, it, it was it was it was six foot tank. It was six by oh. uh, six by three by three. Okay, so he did made it deep. Oh. See, some people don't make it that oh, yeah. deep. Yeah, yeah, but he, that, yeah. he had it. Yeah, but I, everything was top of the line. He had like nine AI, AI uh, soul lights on. Oh it. yeah, yeah. Uh, I took all those and sold them. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, it was. Uh, but yeah, my buddy still has the tank. The Crazy. doors. The doors, it was three sets of double doors. It was different compartments, and one of them was where the fire was. 
and um, it he had to have have new doors made, and it was um, an acrylic tank. Mm-hmm. He had it polished. You couldn't see it. He put a trim piece around it. You couldn't even see where it was damaged. But um, what kind yeah. of what's the, what caught on fire? Some extension cord probably just had salt creep on it or oh, something. Yeah. Oh yeah, but it alerted it alerted him. He was able. Wow. He was fully automated. He was able to let the neighbor in the house, but the cameras came on and he saw the tank on fire in his oh, home. Wow, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been literally, it's funny you mentioned that. I've been looking at freaking fish again and coral and uh, saltwater tanks. I, I, I was just looking too. It's like, if I, if I, I wanted, I, I want one so bad. Yeah. My buddy, you had one, Paul, and you just got rid of it because you got lost. Yeah. Well, because we moved and everything. But. Because I didn't have the proper setup. Like, if I, yeah. well, that's like you got to do it right. Yeah, yeah. you either got to be all in or, you know. You, because you, people try and do these nano tanks, they call yeah. them. And it's yeah. extremely hard. The bigger yeah. the tank, the easier yeah. it is with yeah. salt water. Yeah. You know, to yeah. a certain extent. But yeah, yeah. Small's really Small is very hard because yeah. the water parameters change so often. Yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. You, you just can't get the proper filtration. You don't have enough. Yeah. You know, yeah. rock and sand in there to do the biological filtration. Yeah. You can't put many yeah. fish in oh, it. Yeah. So it's the like, it's sea, hard. The Red Sea tanks are so nice. The new Dude, those are cool. Tanks. I was looking yeah, at those. Oh, nice. That's what I had. My last yeah. one, I had a six foot. I think it was five foot now, five and a half. They're weird because they're like a, like a um, European size. So yeah. Like regular sizes. But uh, I don't know. I, if I build a house one day when I'm older, I'm definitely going to put one in you know yeah. the right way but th- then you got to have a whole nother room to make the salt yeah. water you need a quarantine yeah. tank yeah. you know you I'll, I'll these- send you guys a picture of what my boss has in his basement that oh yeah yeah steel frame for i have a photo of it i'll, I'll send it to you guys because he did it really nice it's in it's in his laundry room downstairs below the tank and we yeah. did all he did all custom acrylic uh all acrylic tanks and i built this steel shelf for it all to sit on it's it I mean, I have no idea. I'm sure it works well because he does. He's like a no bullshit guy. Where if it if it was a pain in the ass, he wouldn't deal with it. Uh-huh. Um, but it, it's crazy. I you know I have no idea what kind of what kind you of can, you can you can have them so they're like low maintenance, but you got to have deep pockets for that. Mm, you know yeah. what I mean? Like that's the thing. You know, and and it's just like every other hobby. It's like you know, it's you know, people just like want to flex with the money, you know, the type mm-hmm. of fish they have and the type of coral and good fish. You know, it's, yeah. It's, it just gets a little crazy, you know, got to have the good fish, the good rare oh, yeah. fish. And then you get like a mean fish and what it eats, eats uh, all the yeah. fish. Yeah, well, dude, yeah. my six line wrass ate my cleaner uh, shrimp. I got, I was yeah. pissed. Oh, yeah. I just bought yeah. a shrimp and I threw it in yeah. there and that bastard, I that, hated that fish. People don't know what the hell they're doing and they then they can't get the fish out. That's the worst, yeah. trying to catch the fish. Mm. But um, it's You'll like, never it's, catch a fish. No, Dude, those no, things that, are so fast. I, You've never seen something so yeah. fast in your life. Yeah. yeah. I, tell you, I can imagine uh, you like cursing and bitching because you're trying to catch they, a goddamn fish. When they eat your clam, like if you have a nice oh, clam. Yeah, yeah. Maxima, oh, my God, it's a nightmare. Or, you know, you get a, an anemone and it eats your fish. Oh, God. Mm. Dude, the, I saw. Dude, we're going deep into fish tank right now, but I think those carpet anemones are nasty when it comes to gra- oh, snagging yeah. fish. Yeah, like they're yeah, worse yeah, than yeah. like the bubble ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a carpet anemone. Oh, did you really? Yeah, did it move all around your tank and like kill yeah, some that's coral? What happens. Yeah, they get so big and they sting everything. Dude, these anemones, Chris. They're these nasty. things. You like you've heard of them on they like look, you know Nemo, like but yeah, they they move. 
they're like a, they have a foot and it disconnects from a rock and they'll move around the tank to to you know find a better spot a spot that they like better yeah like and then yeah. it'll kill that's, everything that's like why all it's the coral like you, you like you can aggravate it like sometimes mine it would move so i would take ice yeah and, and you gotta remove it from it, the like, rock yeah 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 it hates the ice dude it's just a nightmare you know? all these things are it so is. hard it is. It is. <laughs> you know it's just crazy. You got to be like one of the rappers where you have such a big tank that somebody has to come with a scuba scuba suit and clean it. Yeah. I saw that. Remember that show, Tanked? Yeah. Those two idiots. Yeah, yeah. those That's guys are probably still on. It probably is. And they, oh god, what? Yeah, I, I mean, then they put the fake. Channel you they just put fake coral, rubber yeah. plastic, fake yeah. coral on all the tanks. I like I knew it. What's that? Go ahead. Oh, the guy say. that the guy that would help sometimes and come like set up my tank and help me. Um, yeah. I think I mentioned it before. Um, his name, his, his thing is his business is Elite Aquaria, I think it is in, in Connecticut. Yeah, he's a really nice guy. His yeah. name's Justin, but he actually had to go work on Tracy Morgan's tank that they that tanked did for him. The TV show they built Tracy Morgan a tank, and he's like, he's like, it was such a joke because they put all these exotic fish in there, and then they put sharks in with the fish. <laughs> so he goes in a week, all the fish were gone. Yeah. But when, I don't when know. that show first started, I emailed them. Oh yeah, and, like ripped into them because I was like, like if you set up a tank the right way, like you set up the tank and then you, you put cycle water it. Coral, yeah, it's it need, legit needs to sit for like six months. Yeah, like, dude, you, you need to cycle the tank for a while, yeah, and then these yeah, idiots yeah. are like, oh, we're gonna mix yeah, the salt yeah. water, we're gonna throw the sand in, exactly. <laughs> we'll get throw exactly. some fish in, turn the lights on, and I'm like, like dude, half the fish, fish die. Yeah, it's like those fish are so stressed out. Oh man. yeah, the ammonia because like, because there's ammonia. Yeah. What with everyone's gonna, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna sell a lot of salt water things after this. I could imagine Derek like like call like sending them like a strong worded email like you assholes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I went and visited them when I went to Vegas and oh, stuff. Yeah. Oh, the show was popular. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. I got to meet them and stuff like that. Nah, it was funny because just like every other show on discovery channel like it was like a decent show that they had to get involved with and ruin you know what mm -hmm. i mean and it's like and that's what that's like the thing with them you know yeah maybe i'll post a picture of my old tank on uh oh you need to show podcast. me i've never seen it i'd like to see oh, it oh you haven't seen it no oh my God. it's unbelievable i'll, yeah, I'll you, post both of them you got to uh you got somebody has to log into the uh to the make everything uh the, yeah. <laughs> the handmade podcast <laughs> instagram <laughs> But it's like, you know, it, it's funny because when people see pictures of my tank, they're like, what the hell were you doing? And it's like that kind of grows over time. Like it, it's like you just don't open up a tank and stop like that. No, it's like, you know, you get a tank and like you want to go away for a week and it's like, oh, shit, how am I going to add water to this? So you got to get something to add water. Yeah. Like, oh, how am I going to feed this? So like it's like you're always putting out a fire with something. Then the next thing you know, you got a tank that looks like mine and it's um crazy but it just uh you know it's it's a lot you know it, it just it is but it's a great hobby i mean but you know like i was always told like if you want you know fish you get fish if you want a hobby you get salt water you yeah know? and it is it's a great hobby because it's a lot of mechanical stuff a lot of you know like um chemistry stuff you know and like my kids like did science projects growing up and stuff they were like unbelievable because they would oh like, yeah tie it into the Stuff and you know the teacher's like oh my god you know mac because max loved it max yeah thought, he could tell you everything about fish growing up you know but it's uh it is cool it's a whole nother thing though yeah it's like yeah, a it's whole a, nother 
nightmare I don't need in my yeah. life right now. You know, I got enough bullshit. Maybe when you quit your job and, and yeah, then your hobby becomes yeah. your new job, then yeah. you got to find a new hobby. Well, the best part was, so mine was fully automated and yeah. I had it controlled and stuff. So I'd be at work and I'd be like, oh, shit. They're like, oh, problem at home. Be like, oh, my fucking tank just sent me an alert. My fucking chill is dying. They'd be like, what? I'd be like, yeah, look at, you know, and I, I had to have two. When was this? When did you get rid of the tank? What year? Because I'm I, sure um, whatever they have now is probably even more like sophisticated. Like, you know, know. Neptune, Neptune. So my last, um, 2015, I got rid of my tank. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's about the same time. All five years old. Dude, me and Derek, I swear to God, have We're done 20. every, all the same things. This except work the, at, uh, except work for the company. Yeah, except that. Yeah. Well, that's, was, the, yeah. that's the underside of the tank. We got there. Like what the hell is that? What is that? What are you dosing? What's that canister? That That's heroin. No, 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 no that no. was not CO2. CO2? Yeah. CO2, yeah. yeah, CO2. He's got laughing wow. gas to keep really happy the I whole could time. name some of those things. Was it a biopellet reactor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I know but, my fish. But, but Unbelievable. I had, Paul Pinto, king of the fish. I had some nice Oh, my coral. God. Wow, look at that. Chris, yeah. Chris, you have no idea. Like that hey, shit. Let me see the coral again. Like a centimeter. We need, we need so, a, we need a post. We need a whole dedicated uh, yeah. fish tank. This appreciation was before post. the coral was big. Like this, oh, you can't see it bigger. Oh, oh the corals grow huge. Purple and pink, but like, look at that. That's a maximum. Oh wow, plant. that's cool. Yeah, yeah. It just it, it was just crazy. I I loved it. It was uh, it was just it was so much fun. It was like a. It's funny because my buddy that um, my buddy Bruno that he had a big tank too. Every Friday night he'd come over my house, and um, you know we would talk tank talk, you know. And um, what kind of fish is that, Paul? Can you see? Hold on, I can't see. Oh shit! What kind of tank is that? That's a uh, that's a a Wu Tang purple Purple. tang. Yeah, 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 purple Purple tang. Yeah, and um. And we would talk fish. Oh, here's a great shot right there. Can you see what's in there? Got to post all a these. Nice, a nice mystery wrasse and a nice uh, yellow tank. Yellow tank, yeah. yeah. That, what's that? I said, what, you got a hot dog floating in there? Yeah, that yeah, that yellow tang, right, got grabbed by my anemone. Oh, it really? It, spit it out, and it looked like a cartoon. It was like everything picked clean, all the bones oh, just God. on the thing. It was unbelievable. Yeah, right? that's crazy. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Um, you guys got something going on. Yeah, <laughs> no, but then it's the fish tanks we've both done. It's the remote control planes. Yeah, there you go. it's. Oh wow! Yeah. Look at that. What is that? Some type of LPS. Yeah. What's that called? That LPS. Yeah, like uh, I think like yeah. blast. Uh, the, uh, I don't the know. listeners at home, Derek and Paul are sharing many, <laughs> yeah, many sharing pictures. Tanks. Yeah. Nudies of my tank. Mm-hmm. These these pictures can be viewed in the after show, which no. Yeah, I will post. I'll post a bunch of these pictures. Derek's going to post a bunch of pictures. Follow at Handmade Podcast on Instagram. Yeah. Shout right. out. Next subject. Yeah. Next. That was too much tank talk. Yeah, tank talk. Was, we were losing people here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Our next guest on Tank Talk will be. Paul <laughs> are we, we going to do guests regularly, or what's? Gonna I think happen we should do guests regularly. Yeah. And I think that. Uh, I think, well, not. Too much. Not, not every episode. I would do like one every couple episodes. Yeah, not every episode. I mean, I definitely, I that still think we need to get some some alternate guests. Like, I want to get, you know, like I was talking to Tyler Bell because he listened to the episode. We were talking about how we should have like everybody's like, like we should have like the unexpected version of everyone 
instead of them on, yeah. on the thing. And he's like, I don't think I could get my mom to come on the show. I'm like, now nah, we could convince her. Like I want Tyler <laughs> Bell's parents to be on the show and be like, so what do you think oh, about when Tyler that, comes man. into the kitchen and asks you for like three cans of like, um, what did he just use for this for the can? And he used like jelly in a can. I don't or know. It was like it was yeah. like uh, preserved beets. So what do you do yeah. when you go in the kitchen and you open the cupboard and all the cans of like beets are gone and Tyler's blasting them at himself? She says, "Dad, gum it, Tyler." <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. I have to imagine that Tyler's parents are just as like gee whiz or whatever, yeah, some yeah. shit Trucks. like that. You will occur. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to Tyler Bell. Oh my God. Um, I could talk about a new tool that I got. Of course you oh, can. What you get? Because you're ill. I'm ill. Um, well, okay, hold on. I got even better than a new tool. It was the same day. So, so the other day, I'm up in Connecticut uh, with Angela. We we're going to look at a, a wedding venue because we're trying to plan our wedding. And I'm like, listen, Angela, while we're, <laughs> of course, I'm like, honey, while we're in Connecticut, do you mind if we stop at Pinto's? Cause like I got a piece of plate there. I got to pick it up. She's like, why does everything we do have to revolve around going <laughs> and doing you know what, Angela? Else? Cause that's what Chris likes to do. That's yeah. right. I was like, listen, I'm not going to drive past Paul's house and not get this plate just so I can turn around and come back in a couple days. I'm like, that's just a waste of fuel. So anyway, we go to Paul's. As soon as I get to Paul's, I'm picking through the dumpster, getting like scrap yeah, metal out of the dumpster. Like, you remember that? So dude, this is how crazy this kid is. I built a hammer handle press with a mm-hmm. bottle jack, right? Yeah. I made a lot of hammers. Chris has made yeah. one, hammer one hammer with me and has never made a hammer since. Yeah. He feels like he needs to have this hammer press. Have to have it. I'm have throwing it out because I don't need it anymore. And I have a twelve thousand square foot shop, and I'm the only one who makes hammers. Chris, he had he had a, a, a ten foot long piece oh. of quarter inch thick four by four angle in the dumpster. Derek, I would there was no way I in would, hell you would have driven by yeah, it. I would it. Too. Yeah, I would have taken. Well, so, yeah, it was. So, so we go there, and I actually don't even know why that was in there. What'd you say? I don't even know why that was in there in the first place. It was actually a decent piece. Did of- you throw the press out too that you used? Well, I took the bottle jack off oh, so okay. I could use it, yeah. and then it would, the yeah. press is literally just a couple pieces of two by two yeah. square tubing and like some yeah. plate. Like, yeah. it's just taking up space. I'll never use it because you could it make a hammer without it. Yeah, it was just uh, kind of more to make a cool video. But Chris, hey, he's got himself a hammer press now, and a, and just a general press. But anyway, so I went from Paul's to Monger's Market, which. I feel like everybody knows about now because it was once like this little known spot. Now it's like blowing up. So Monger's Market is a 75,000 square foot, basically like industrial antique store. And now uh, it started out where it was just like this guy, John's like personal kind of collection of shit that he sold. Now he's got like, I don't know. It was like 35 vendors in there, Paul. It's crazy. I got to go back. I haven't been in so long. It's nuts how many vendors. And he says, like, he's like, dude, it feels like my stuff's being pushed out. But anyway, so. Well, yeah, that's, that's, well, the funny thing is to me, he's got the better stuff. 100%. Everybody else Wait, is just, it's everyone just else is like artsy crafts junk. Right, like, a lot of it's shit. But, it's thrift store stuff. But you know, it like makes, store shit. it makes more sense finance, finance wise for him to have more mongers. Yes. You know, because he charges them rent. He's like a landlord to a bunch of little booths. But his stuff to me is the better stuff. Yeah. 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 Uh, so know, he's killing right, himself to get you. this stuff. Yeah. So I walk around. I, you know, Angela had never been there. So we were like kind of walking around and we were looking at stuff. And um, there's this one area 
It's actually, Paul, you know where it was? It was right where the chain hoists were. Um, oh, really? In the back corner was, over there? Yeah, and I was looking for... Uh, I was like, oh, let me see if he's got like another chain hoist or another beam trolley there because I know Matt was looking for one and whatever. So <laughs> I'm walking around that way. I'll and tell you one. I see a I'll little... There you go. I see a little. Ca- I see a little cabinet with these like with these tools on it. And he, the thing about um, the thing about Monger's market is that he has a lot of bases for tools, but he doesn't sell tools because he doesn't know about them. He doesn't care about them. It's not his business. And I've gotten some tools from there, and I've always done well on them. So I'm walking through, and I see these little drill presses, and they're by all these dental tools. So I know he like bought out a dental office or whatever. So I grab this little drill press and I bring it up to the front and show it to his wife. And she like radios him in. He's like, oh, I don't know. Just give me 40 bucks for it. So it's a, it's a sensitive drill press. And I posted it on my Instagram. And basically what it is, it's a super high RPM, really, uh, really precise drill press that doesn't have a quill. So it's basically just a motor with a chuck on it. And then you move the table towards the material. But anyway, you know, there's the funny thing is, is there's no cell service in this place. So you can't even like find something and then look it up to find out if you're like getting a good deal. You kind of just are on your own. So I look at it. I can't plug it in because there's no power and I buy it and uh, I get out to the car and I'm like, oh, this thing's pretty cool. Like, you know, hopefully it works, whatever. And I'm sitting in the parking lot and I'm like, oh, let me just like throw it into uh, Google real quick. And one of them pops up on eBay for like 750 bucks. And I didn't pay 750 bucks for it. I paid considerably less. So I was a great score. Now I'm excited to restore it. And that's my new purchase of the week. But it should be kind of fun. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Just drilling yeah. holes. Yeah. 17,000 17, RPM drill press. When you use little tiny drill bits like under 16th of an inch, they're like extremely, extremely helpful. But it's amazing those little tiny drill bits even have a sharp edge on them it's like who's even making like how how do they they even make them not break well i know right so when when i make uh the folding knives uh, there's a guy uh who i follow who has like making folding knives got it like down to a science and he hardens all his blades first and he you know he's got it down where he's got like a drill press with every size drill bit in it oh, and he never changes them. like an no assembly one. line yeah he's got like a number and if you guys ever dealt with numbered drill bits you know like they go up to 80 and 80 is like the size of like a needle he's got like a number 61 a number 62 like mm-hmm. and they're these little tiny drill presses about the size of the one that i just got and he uses these solid carbide drill bits you buy from mcmaster they're like five bucks each and they're great if you run them fast enough so i buy a couple of them and i'm like all excited i get these drill bits they're like you know, so, so tiny and delicate. The first time I go to use one, I chuck it up in my drill. I turn it on. I bring down the quill. As soon as it touches the material, bing, gone, broken. Just yeah. like it touches really? the material, breaks, flies away. I'm like, oh, I wasn't running it fast enough. Take, you know, undo the whole thing, put it all back in, go to do the next one. I'm getting ready to start to drill. I'm like, you know, touch it, bing, breaks another one. Cause I'm running it at like 600 RPM in a regular drill press. But this running drill at twenty thousand RPM. Yeah, this drill bit is like this drill bit is like I don't know. It's probably I'm looking at my chart right now. The drill bit's probably like point zero two five. Like mm. so, it's twenty five thousandths thick, wow. and it's solid carbide, and it's spinning. You know, six hundred RPMs. As soon as it touches the material, it's not going fast enough to cut. It just drags and breaks. Yep. 
so hopefully with this little one, you know, I mean, whatever, if I use it three times, it'll, it'll be, uh, it'll be worth it because it'll accomplish the goal. Cause if you ever tried to like get a, a hardened pin out of something and you have to drill a little tiny hole in it, it's good to have the carbide, but I don't yeah. know. That, if anyone's got any like watch watches that need to be repaired, let Chris yeah. know. Yeah. The guy, so the guy apparently made dentures with it. That's what, uh, that's what oh, they were wow. that's what the drill. When I, uh, when I use the CNC and I use the like one thirty second inch end mill, it's like so like I've broken more of them because I keep them in my thing, my stance sitting up and just reaching over it like my arm mm-hmm. will hit it and it'll break all break them all right off. And now like, really one thirty second. I just yeah. broke one of those. Dude, what speed do you so have that? I don't know. That's that's where I was going. <laughs> Mine went about three inches and then it broke. Dude, yeah. And it's the worst thing because it's like it just you hear silence and mm-hmm. it's like, ah oh, shit, it broke. But mm-hmm. I gotta figure it out. It's hard because you can't just plunge them. You have to ramp them in. You have to be going fast. And I, I don't I, I, I don't know. Yeah. And it just it's amazing. But Jimmy, when he did that aluminum plate with the injection mold thing, mm-hmm. he did that whole thing. With that size, one thirty second of an inch. Yes, that's crazy. It's it just like that. it's like Paul was saying. It's amazing that they have a sharp edge. It's like mm-hmm. amazing that it just does like it doesn't break. Yeah. Like I mean, they do break, but if you use properly, they don't break. Yeah, and uh, I have to find it that end mill. I know I showed it to you before, Chris. It was in a machinist toolbox. I got. I, it's either like it's not an end mill. It's a um a, a, a to thread something, and um it's so tiny. It must be for like a watchmaker or something like mm. that. But it's just amazing that they can get like like a, a like a precise thread on that. Like yeah, I mean obviously they just use tiny shit, but. It's just so strange, like when the, you get stuff like that, that it can be hard and, you know, it can cut stuff, you know. That it actually does anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you might, you probably have a better idea than me, but what do they, I don't know if you know, but what do they use to make carbide end mills? What's cutting the carbide? Diamond. Is it diamond? Yeah. I guess, diamond. right? It just has yeah. to be diamond. Yeah, the only thing that I can sharpen because I have that end mill sharpener. Oh that I yeah, bought. yeah. And um, it's interesting. I haven't, I haven't, I have to like kind of put the whole thing back together. Um, and really like, I know how to use it based on like the videos I've seen, but I haven't tried it on an on an end mill. But it's interesting because when you sharpen carbide, so the thing is set up to carpen high speed steel or carbide. <laughs> what did you just do? myself with Jimmy's ice pick. Nice. Uh, there dude, you go. I, I knew I was going to do that. I did that a couple of weeks ago with the razor. Oh, so my finger open. Dude, that was crazy. Yeah, I'm on the podcast. Christ. <laughs> uh, she comes in with a spray bottle and a freaking mask on. But you come to spray your wound? I don't know. To, she's like, she's going to spray me. Or you wow. stabbed yourself. Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. So, oh, was that, that your mother? Hurt. Yeah, she's gone now. She's gone yeah, now. I see the mask. <laughs> oh my God. I thought you were in the surgical suite. Oh, you know Dude, what? Paul, I, you have your hourly sterilization. Dude, I didn't know I had an operation every, coming every, up. Does, does she uh does she wear the mask around the house? No, the no, no. I think she's probably because she doesn't want to smell whatever she's freaking spraying. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> oh 
my god, that's hysterical. Oh, what I was uh, saying was when you I can't wait to see you. I'm gonna give her a big hug. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. She's gonna get uh, sterilized. She, right she's like be like a like a um karate movie. They go in for the hug, she like flips you over, mm-hmm. gets a brush out, scrubs you down real quick. My freaking idiot um, friend did that like over the summer, like when we he came over, but we you know, we're all trying to yeah. stay this kid is just uh, i don't even know how to describe yeah, like, this kid it's, it's, it's like his brain part, like, works half of the it. time uh, i was just telling somebody i went to my buddy's wake my buddy that died in uh a couple weeks ago and this kid i grew up with he was always like a hotto and he's like fucking comes up he's got no mask on it's like all right, i ain't gonna say nothing you're outside staying away from each other and stuff so he's like yeah you know this is horrible he reaches into his back pocket Pulls out a flask, right? Like I didn't know that was like a thing, right? Like, like we're in our fifties, right? Yeah. He takes a whack off the pla- the flask. He's like, "Yeah, it's Jack Daniels." He's like, "You want some?" And holds it up to us. I'm like, Ugh. even if there wasn't COVID, like, like, yeah, no, kid, you're like, not I'm like teenagers. Like years, asshole. Is he Irish? Definitely Irish. Yeah, it's like, what do you? Definitely and, Irish. Yeah, yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah, of course. Growing up in Sullivan, you got to be Irish, but. It's like I'm like it's just so weird <laughs> to me. I'm like, like forget the COVID thing. It's like you pass around flasks of people you haven't talked to or seen. I know, yeah. Still. I've never even seen so someone cool. whip out a flask like that. Yeah, other than like oh. a movie. Or yeah, right. Or like what is this? Like the fifties? Or I don't even yeah, know when they yeah. would use flasks. So yeah. I got a funny yeah. story about similar to that. So I think. I what are you doing? I think. I Come think I in. told. I think I told this story on one of the previous episodes, but when I was, I used to go to Austin, Texas all the time. And, uh, Oh, you got a note. I don't know. I don't know what this is supposed to. It's a a kite. It's like prison. It's a kite. (laughs) So I used to go to Austin all the time. And one day my buddy's bouncing. He's a bouncer outside of a bar temporarily. And a guy (laughs) wants to get in, but he doesn't have enough money for the cover. So my, but my guy, my friends like, yeah, dude, I'm sorry. Like it's a $15 cover. I can't let you in. He's like, dude, He's like, I don't have any money, but like, I'll give you my jacket. And he's got like a leather jacket on. And my friend's like, all right, I'll take the jacket. You can go in. So my friend takes this jacket. He's like, this is a nice jacket. In the pockets, a plastic bag with pills in it. Yeah. And needless to say, I think all the pills were taken by the by my other friends who were like living at the yeah. house with us in Texas. Yeah. And yeah. then I got people on Instagram that are like afraid for the, they don't want the vaccine. I'm like, listen, yeah. I know people that took pills out of a jacket for a guy that couldn't yeah, get into yeah, a car. Yeah. That yeah. we were never able to identify. I think we're going to be all right. The vaccine's going to be fine. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a, a viral video going around about a girl that posted on Instagram about people who won't take the vaccine. Like my thing is like I'm I'm fortunate. We were told we were probably going to get it um, in probably February or March because of being an essential worker. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. But um, I'm like you know like me and Chris were talking. It's like. So many millions of people are going to have it like in the next month that like yeah. if you see people start dying, like, all right, don't take it. You know, yeah. but, like, you know, um, so the woman that rents from me, she um, she's runs a hospital system. And she said I was talking to her the other night. She said they've given I forget how many thousands of doses. She said they've had one reaction. A woman had a scratchy throat after which they don't they have to consider it a reaction. But she's like. You know, she could have just had a scratchy throat. You know? Yeah. But, you know, people get a little crazy and stuff. So that's that's the good part about you know not getting the vaccine right away. You know, 
But uh, she said they get like 70% of the hospital workers are taking it so far. She said probably almost 100% said they would take it, but they want to wait a little while. You know, because if you think of it, a lot of the nurses are young and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of like, you know, they don't have really any health risks. They yeah. Home. Oh, like, why bother? You know, so I can see that. But mm-hmm. I, the reason I'm why gonna... I think it's okay is because literally like everyone in the government got it. Like the current president, yeah. the incoming president, like everybody got well, it. Okay. All hospital people, workers, yeah. all, you know, all yeah, people that make people this country go around, it. you know, yeah. if everyone yeah. has some type of vaccine that's going to kill them in three months, like, you know, we'd be yeah. doomed. So I, I think we're doomed. Like, so they must be so saying. confident in the vaccine that they gave it to everybody that keeps this country going. You know, yeah. they wouldn't be doing that if there was a problem with it. Yeah, yeah no, no. And like, I mean, you don't know how effective it's going to be, obviously. But yeah. I mean, like they said, like this one that just they're saying this other one that's coming out, it's only like 60% effective or 70%. I'm not sure. But, oh, really? But they're saying, yeah. Better than nothing. Well, that's what I'm saying. They're saying that one's still a huge success. Yeah. And that one, it's good because it doesn't uh, it doesn't need to be refrigerated or anything oh, like okay. that. So they're saying it's good for like third world countries. They can gotcha. ship it around the world and stuff yeah. like that. You know, they fly a little drone. But, you know, they were, shoot. <laughs> yeah. They were saying at the beginning, um, if you could get 30 percent effective, that's considered a win. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, 30%. Because you figure between the vaccine and then herd immunity mm. and all that, it all factors in together. So for like 95, that's like. Un- Wait, so does the 30% mean that 30% of the people who take it are going to be immune? Or does it mean you have a 30% chance of not getting the thing if you get vaccinated? Like a 30% greater chance of not yeah, getting it. Know. It's got to be. Yeah. It's got to be the. 30% of people who take it are immune yeah. because otherwise if everyone who got it was just a little bit less likely to get yeah. the vaccine, it wouldn't really do much. Well, that's what I was wondering. Like, so at the beginning, like say you get both vaccines, right? It's 95%. So 5% of the people aren't protected. So do you still have to act like you don't, you know, like you, do you still have to wor- you know, obviously you still have to worry a little bit, you know, cause you could be the guy that didn't. Yeah. I don't know. You know not covered, you know, but I don't know. Yeah, like I have she no was idea. About it. I mean, I'm not going to say what she said about the rest of it, but she was just so optimistic about it. She said, like, she thought January was going to be tough. That's how the hospital's looking at it between Thanksgiving and Christmas. But she said, like, in a matter of a month, you know, like when the end of, um, like, February, you know, March, you're going to see just a huge difference because so many, she's like, you know, all the, the first responders and everything, they're the ones that are spreading everything. You know, it's coming out mm. of the hospital, all the and the doctors and the, you know, the, the police and everything. So, you know, she's like in a, in a matter of a month or two, she's like, I think you're going to see a real big turn downturn in it. Mm-hmm. So that, that'll be good, you know, cause it's just so, uh, I, I'm just not, you know, I, I just mentally, it's just so draining for me, you know, it's yeah, like, I'm so sick of this. Days, it's like, I get an email that, you know, you've been in a location with somebody who's had it and we'll contact you if you have it. And it's just, I'm just tired. It's like a ticking time bomb. Yeah. You're like, God, yeah. when am I going to get, like, you could only avoid it for so long until yeah. there's a vaccine. It's like yep. my hands yeah. are about to fall. You know how much alcohol? I yeah. mean, I'm surprised my phone still functions. Yeah. Like yeah. the amount of alcohol that's hit my, it melted my old phone case apart. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I had an otter <laughs> box. I spent like 50 bucks on an otter box. Yeah. She melted it on me. Yeah. Melted it. Meanwhile, you got to go touch all that grease and dirt 
Oh my god, I can't even imagine when you when you it's, get it's you know you know that mill scale I, hand you get when you handle steel. Oh and yeah, hands yeah, yeah. Black. She must love yeah. that. It's not good. <laughs> you know, I'd rather have her that like this way than just you not know the opposite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because then it's like you know I I appreciate what she does. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, believe me, I work with a lot of guys that don't care. Yeah, some and, people are just dirty running. Yeah. And it's hard because it's like, you know, you don't want to tell people, you know, what they have to do, but it's like when it affects you, you know, then you can give a shit, you know, but it's like, I think a lot of it, just a lot of people are just so damn sick and tired of it. Yeah, you know? it's crazy. It's just, you know, dragged on so long, but, you know, hopefully it'll be over soon. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I hope I can get the vaccine soon. I just can't take it. At first I was like, oh God, I don't know if I want to take this thing, but now I'm yeah. like, you know what? Just give it to me. I can't take it anymore. Yeah, you gotta keep it's going. Just crazy. I mean, you just gotta keep yeah. going. Like, can't yeah. you know? Like at a certain point, right? If they said, like, I don't know, if it, if it, you know, you read the stuff, you see the stuff online where people are like, oh, you're gonna have to have like a vaccine card if you want to fly. It's like, they just give me the goddamn vaccine. Like, what are they gonna? They're gonna track me. You know, yeah. I'm gonna get the nano chip. What are they tracking just, me for? Right? What do I? Exactly. What am I doing? That's like that's yeah. like my brother. My brother's like, I don't want to have. What is he the, a conspiracy uh, theorist? He doesn't want like the Alexa in his house. No, Alexa's gonna hear me. And I'm like, what is? Well, you know that. I mean, like that shit's kind of true. Like, but who gives yeah. a shit? But, but what I, I know, I have I know. the launch like, codes. I don't what have. Do I have to, yeah, like, you know, they're not listening do? for me. My, what do I say? Maybe I say my social security a couple of my social security number a couple times. My social security number is on so much shit that I have signed and sent through Gmail, yeah. that if somebody wanted my social security number, there's 101 ways to get it yeah. other than listening to it, me. The and only way to avoid any of that is, is if you live in a cabin in the woods with no cell phone and no, no you know, connection yeah. to the outside world. Because yeah. these things right here, these cell phones are doing everything Alexa's doing. You know, uh-huh. Now the TVs have microphones in them. So it's like, what are you going to do? Like, There's no escaping it. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I'm used to it because we've been tracked at work for so long. Oh, yeah. What do you have, GPS in the trucks? Yeah, we've had GPS in our trucks for years and years, you know. Yeah. And um, it's funny. I I don't know if I told you guys this. So our company bought, like, the biggest, like, GPS company. And, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of guys are like, you know, guys still pull bullshit with it. You know, years ago, they they used to have these little antennas on the roof. I don't even think they have antennas. Were they, like, unscrewing them? (laughs) No, we used to take lead cups. We'd oh my god! Lead sleeves and we put lead sleeves over them, and it would like stop it from transmitting and stuff. And guys <laughs> used to put these things on to blast them with voltage to burn them out and stuff. But um, you know, guys are like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. You know, as long as you're close to where you need to be. And they put out a video one time. They showed this new um, type of GPS tracking that they came out with, and it shows a card going through like a slalom course. And it's going like 30 miles an hour and it does the slalom and stuff. And they're like, that's our old system. This is the new system. A car comes through ripping like 80 miles an hour. Like the shop hairpin corners doesn't hit a cone and goes right through it. It was like accurate to like within like three millimeters. It was unbelievable. I was like, you know, it's just like technology. But, you know, like you said, the technology's everywhere. There's cameras everywhere outside in the city. Yeah. I'm yeah, literally looking like, at four cameras right now, like three on my phone. Why this needs three, I don't know. Yeah, They're really yeah. running out of stuff to do with these phones. I just want yeah, one. Like, can we make it any bigger? They're like, no, guys, we can't make it any bigger. It's going to be an iPad. They're like, okay, can we throw more cameras on it? They're like, okay, let's throw one. Well, well that's the best. They're like, let's throw two more on there. 
What's that? Why well, can't the battery just last longer? Yeah, yeah. how about make the battery, battery big, and how about longer. make it so it doesn't break? That's all I want. I don't need four cameras on this phone. Well, I don't so need funny. it. It's like, the, the, Christ. The phones were big, right? I mean, well, yeah. I remember. They're like the, a big brick, right? Brick, right? Yeah, the Motorola brick. Then they made them tiny. Then they were too small, so now they're making them big again. You yeah. Know? And uh, it's funny because I was just saying to Jimmy the other day, I'm like, I did something to my phone. When I got my new phone, I got the 11. I got the battery case for it. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it would the phone battery, it uses the battery off the battery case first. Then it uses the phone battery. I'm like, I would go the whole day and it would never even kill the battery case. Mm-hmm. Like now it's like halfway through the day, it's already digging into the phone battery. I'm like, I turned something on or something's going on with this phone. Or maybe the battery's dying on the case. I don't know. But it's like I, this phone would last forever. You know, the battery, now it's starting to act up. So I don't know. I just um, hooked up a Mac to my – I had an old Mac that was sitting upstairs. I hooked it up to the laser and uh, so I didn't have to swap computers. And I noticed my pictures are on that computer now. So I don't know if it's like streaming my pictures nonstop or something because I got like 45,000 pictures in the cloud. Oh my so god! Yeah, yeah, pictures all the way back from like 1999. I have on my camera. Jeez, that's what happens when you got four kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris, pretty kids. soon. Yeah, I know. I, I have. <laughs> I can't imagine have, you're gonna have, be able to put car seats in that Sprinter. Goddamn right. I have basically 18 months from this, from like this day until I have my first child. Are you kidding me? You really think? You, I guess, right? Well, we're getting married in nine months. Oh, my and God. And then Jesus we're going to try for kids literally like as soon as we get married because oh, Angela God. wants to have kids by the time she's Chris, a certain age. So, Chris, so, it, Chris what's, what? something's got to give, Chris. No, listen. I'm telling you right now, I have you have YouTube, you have <laughs> clients, you have, have shop, you have career. a full-time job. Yeah. You got uh, so you know, crazy shit career. going on. You, something's got to give and what's, what's going to be the thing that's going to give I'm structuring my career. Uh, you know, like the, the transition team, you hear about the transition oh team God, a lot yeah. in the news. Yeah, you need a, you need a political transition team to sort your life out. Yeah. You need I'm some tired. experts. <laughs> I mean, I've never seen anything like it. This kid does more shit than anyone I've ever met. I'm transition teaming, um, over the next two years. My, 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 uh, base career is going to change uh, significantly in the next probably 12 months. It's So the way my job goes, and without giving too much details that I can't really talk about, is I'm either going to, in six months, I'm either going to not have a job or I'm going to have a job that's three times as involved as my job is now. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, it, if my job becomes three times more involved than it is now, then obviously I have to scale back my business because I make exponentially more money at my day job than I do in the shop. As much as I love being in the shop, I'm a practical person. And I also, uh, I try to think about my business and my career long-term, right? Like Especially if you can have a couple little Zeppieris running yeah, around the place. And listen, I love making stuff and I love having the shop. And I, I've invested, like, I've invested well over $100,000 of my own money. I probably, I'm probably into 200 grand of my own money in cash that I've spent in. Oh yeah. So to give it up for any reason would, I wouldn't do, but if I can, you know, continue to better my financial status and, you know, buy a house or buy a piece of land and not be like raked over the coals with payments, 
you know, I can, I can hold out for the long game and basically put my, my shop and my, you know, YouTube channel on hold if I had to in a year from now for a year to make like three or four times what I would normally make doing my job. You know, like that's why like, I, I, you know, I love the idea of quitting my job, but I also, I feel like you have to kind of look at the opportunities that present themselves when they're opportunities. Like I have a very non-traditional career, you know, like where somebody, you know, other people that we know may be involved in a union where if they were to take a year off or they were to take a leave of absence, that job and the structure that they've worked for over 10 years is, is going to kind of still be there. You know, like when you're, when you have a career like that, you have a rate. And if you leave, you come back and you still make that same rate. Like I have such an, un, like such a non-traditional career. If I leave my job, there isn't like this same job again, waiting for me, you know, yeah, like I had to yeah. kill myself to get to where I'm at. Mm, and yeah. like, you don't want to give it up. Like I aggressively yeah. worked my way up through multiple companies to get exactly where I am. And it's such a unique job where if I were to leave tomorrow, I can't like call another company like mine and say, Hey, you need somebody that does exactly what I do. You I know, it's paid a lot for doing very little. Well, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Can, can you see the YouTube videos coming out? Like the fucking, uh, the baby, the baby, um, swing rocker thing. Like, I'm going like like to make a rant. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Like the automatic like thing to like, like check like out me CNT cutting, a. uh, uh, pacifier holder there you go bottle washer 3d printed bottle washer like i don't even know yeah. what you're gonna but I'm, you know, listen i've always wanted to have kids and um Dude, so I'll give you a couple yeah you want to take max yeah. yeah i'll rent max out to you all right how is he at digging holes i got some yeah. holes to dig. i have lewis lewis is i saw lewis yeah. today at 7-eleven i'm like what are you that doing? kids out of his mind He's like oh i found a knockoff makita drill on ebay i'm gonna buy it and do a youtube review i'm like why, why don't you just don't dude he's it. in his shed like with dude, you guys gotta out. come here so i can bring you to lewis's shed i don't want to shed. his mind if we just walked into his backyard and into his shed, he if, and if Jimmy was there, I think he would actually die. I think he'd have a heart attack and he would die. Oh my god, so funny! He's such a oh lunatic. God. Yeah, he's like my my stepchild, him That's and Macklin. So yeah. And I know Macklin doesn't listen to the podcast because I talk about him every week, and I'm like, oh, did you listen to the podcast last week? We were talking about you. He's like, no. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no so i'm gonna keep my job for now who knows maybe uh maybe it'll lead to me having a really amazing shop one day and i can just like i don't know fly around in my g5 buying bridge ports and strapping them into the plane you know what, what g5 what a golf stream that's right yeah <laughs> okay yeah. i love it the empire that's yeah. right Oh, this this podcast has been all over the place. It's really right. Right. Uh, we got fish tank, yeah, yeah. we got McMansion. People's, people's heads are fucking just spinning. Oh sailing. yeah, <laughs> I just listened to. Holy shit! Yep. So, oh my god. So who are you watching, Paul? <laughs> I got a good one this week. I got a good one. I got a good okay. One. Do yours while yeah. I scroll through my YouTube history. So, I mean, this is a this is like a, a tried and true YouTube favorite, um, Blackbeard Projects who has amassed oh, yeah. an oh, yeah. unbelievable following. I mean, talk about like the yeah, YouTube success story. Up, yeah. I don't know how he does. I don't know if he does ads really, or if this is like something that 
he does as like a job. You know, like I don't know if he just makes YouTube videos full time, but you have to watch his dovetail tomahawk video. Did you guys see that? I saw him posting about it. I think it was crazy. He did. And I didn't know how he made it at first. So he takes like a knife, like this old thick knife. And I don't know where he got the knife. Based on the comments, it sounds like it was in one of his past videos, right? And he cuts out this tomahawk shape with like an arrowhead on the back for the dovetail. Mm. So I'm thinking he takes this and he has a block of brass and he cuts it and files it and gets it to fit. No, he takes this, then makes a mold and then melts down molten brass and pours it into the mold so that the dovetail is perfect around the steel. It was like so cool the way he did it. It was so like creative and like out of the box to think uh-huh. like, oh, make the metal, make the steel part and then just melt the brass into it. And it'll have like a perfect interference fit, like way better than he could have ever hand filed mm. without a machine, you know? That's crazy. And it, just, it just was yeah. like, I don't know. It was just so good. The video is like, you know, his videos are concise and, you know, they get you right to the point. They show you like what he's making. And, you know, he does a lot of restorations, which have done really well for him. And, you know, not to Uh discredit the restoration stuff, because I've been successful with restorations. I think all of us have done some sort of restoration that's like done well for us online. But like it takes a totally different set of skills, I feel to restore something that already exists than it does to make something completely from scratch like this with like foam casting and smelting and all this shit. I don't know. It's just an amazing video. Shout out to the Blackbeard projects and the dovetail Tomahawk. That's my pick of the week. It's funny. I, um, I, I can honestly say I've been watching him from, I'd love to know how many, you know, follows he had, but he didn't have many. And it's just been mm-hmm. amazing to see his channel because, like last year, the thing it just blew up out of control. His channel and uh, it's yep. like, good for him. He's such a nice kid. Yeah, you know, we met him. He's nice just such guy. a sweet yeah. kid. So, yeah, yeah. So it's. Um, yeah, I remember when he now, passed his hundred thousand subscribers thing. Yeah, when he yeah. passed his hundred thousand yeah, subscribers, he did yeah. like a shout out video, and he like talked to, like about a couple other people that he was yeah. watching, and you know all this stuff, yeah. and that was like. I don't know. That was like maybe two years ago, you know, like yeah, it wasn't that, yeah. it wasn't that long ago. And since then he's just, you know, had so many really successful videos and he's done a lot of really cool stuff, you know, and it's, it's, it's proof in the pudding that like he does amazing shit and it's not just like, he doesn't have people yeah. sticking around because he's doing like controversial stuff or mm. bullshit pranks. Like he's yeah. just doing good work and he's getting recognized for it. So yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And you no, know, it's funny. Like his videos, like they're all like some of them get, you know, millions and millions of views and then he'll have one that gets a hundred thousand views. Yeah. And it's like, it's not like, you know, guaranteed every video is like mm-hmm. killing it. I think they're all good. Like, I don't know why some do so well and some don't, but it's just, it's just funny. Yeah. But uh, mine is one I was following this guy. So I had two YouTube channels and it's funny. I'll come across a channel. I'll be like, Oh shit! I didn't realize I I wasn't following this guy anymore. But um, it's Stock and Barrel. The kid does um, I think it's Stock and Barrel. He does um, he does leather work. Yeah, Stock and Barrel. He's out of Utah, I believe, or somewhere or Colorado, Utah. But he um, I don't know if it's just him, him and his girlfriend, him and his wife now. Because when I was watching before, I think it was his girlfriend. But he does a bunch of leather projects and uh. 
they're just really cool. He makes a lot of nice stuff, just like you know, like um, you know, like the like the like the bags and stuff, a lot of veg tan stuff and mm -hmm. just real basic leather projects, but just really clean. And he, all his videos are just, you know, really well done. And, um, you know, just he, um, yeah, you can tell he like really enjoys doing it. He knows what he's doing and, um, nice, nice stuff. You know, he, um, it's funny. I just messaged him, um, cause I wanted to ask him a question about, um, a clicker press and, uh, he got right back to me where he orders them from because it, it's funny just to see like you know how easy it makes it you know to cut out the pieces is because that's a pain in the ass you yeah know, with thick leather you want to get a clicker or you just want to get the die yeah the the die get the he got the dies the from die? i i, okay. I, I want to get a clicker eventually i know where i might be able to get one one day but um i uh you <laughs> I hope he doesn't listen to this episode. It's like 12 over there. <laughs> he's he's going to be like, Aaron, keep your eye on those. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Derek's coming up. But uh, no, it's just. Derek's uh, coming. Make sure you keep your eye on so <laughs> Derek's going to try to walk away with something again. But no, he just. Um, I'm going to bring just him really at service. It's going to wind channel. up in your truck. Yep, exactly. But uh, so that's my pick, stock and barrel. So, stock and barrel. You, Paul? Yeah. Um, I've been watching a lot of the Bon Appetit YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, those guys are good though. I like them. I, I love Brad. You know, who did the thing with Jimmy. He's he's funny. Mm -hmm. Just just don't ask for his. Yeah. What is that? I keep hearing about that. He doesn't do oh autographs or something. Mm -hmm. Why? Yeah. I, I because he's too he good gives, for that. He gives one away, oh. then he's got to give them all away. He, he's superstitious about it. So I was talking to Jimmy. I think he's I just a whack job. Yeah, that's what I thought. And uh, so this girl I know that the those um, egg rolls I was talking about. Oh yeah, so, yeah. You're posting oh, about god. egg rolls. Oh my god, Are those I gotta get bring some of those down. Unbelievable. This girl's Vietnamese. She's going to Johnson and Wales, and she just loves cooking everything. So she's like, oh, my God, I was watching Bon Appetit, and your friend is friends with Brad. I was like, oh, really? I, who's Brad? So she's like, oh. So I called Jimmy. I go, hey, do you know this guy Brad from Bon Appetit? He goes, yeah, he's here right now. You want to talk to him? So I said, yeah, put him <laughs> on the phone. So I says, hey, what's going on, Brad? I like, I'm Derek. I'm in front of Jimmy's. I says, hey, can you do me a favor? He's like, yeah, yeah, buddy. What do you need? I says, can I get your autograph? He, I says, no, no, I don't do it. I go, you know what? You're a fucking piece of Whoa, shit. Whoa, really? Said, oh, dude, I was pissed. I was pissed. I told Jimmy. I said, I, I was so fucking mad. Oh, I, I just, I forgot oh, this wow. on the podcast. Yeah, I was ripped, dude. <laughs> it was just so weird. It was just like, like, listen, Leonardo DiCaprio, like, freaking relax, yeah, all right? Yeah. Jimmy's like, dude, calm down, calm down. I was like, like I just felt bad. Like these girls, like they're like literally immigrants from Vietnam. Yeah. Like this girl's like, I'm like. You can't give this girl an autograph, dude. Like yeah. she's not trying to like sell it on eBay or something. Like she and, worships and It's you. not like he's like waiting to get on his private jet. He's in the yeah, woods right? with Jimmy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean I mean freaking Brett, for Christ's sake. He said he's uh he said he's like superstitious about it and stuff. So I kinda after I was like, you know what, I get it, you know, because I'm a little bit weird with some stuff like that. But I was just kind of like it was just like it threw me for such a loop. I was like Wow, that's like weird. It, it's just, yeah, it was just kind of weird how it oh, happened. I'll, 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 I'll forget. I'll right now, if he's, you know, yeah, 
So we'll, we'll, we'll give him a second chance, but that first impression, boy, man, it was tough. I don't know. Maybe he's just weird. Maybe, maybe impressions are very important. Yeah, yeah, he's got 884,000. It's pretty big. I mean, yeah. first impressions are very important. Yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. if it was like Jimmy's friend. It's not like yeah. some guy coming up to him on the street. Well, like, yeah, yeah, no, it's not like you said, saw him at a restaurant with his family and you were like, oh, hey, yeah, Brad, yeah, like, yeah. let me take you away. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. yeah whatever. So, relax. You make YouTube videos on food. Do, do a yeah. couple autographs. You want to hear a funny. You're not in the new Avengers movie. Yeah. <laughs> I got a real funny, uh, real funny story about a celebrity to, to end off this podcast. Have you guys ever heard the Billy Joel restaurant story? No, but you met Billy Joel. No, not me. This isn't oh, me. I never met Billy Joel. Um, I've seen him around on his motorcycle, but I've never met him. So oh, this, really, this is, I love this is my older brother. So, all right, this is a good one. Uh, so my older brother and his wife are out to dinner with one of their friends, and it's like it's three couples. And they're out for one yeah, of their Italian restaurant. They're at they're at a, whatever some kind of restaurant. And there's, was there's there a scene in an, no, in an Italian was, restaurant. Scene from an Italian restaurant. So so it's out. I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll tighten it up. So it's they're at a restaurant, three couples, and it's one of the guy's birthdays, and Billy Joel's at the restaurant. They have a bottle of red wine. One of their friends. <laughs> tell the story. One of their friends' uh, parents own a restaurant that Billy Joel goes to, and she kind of knows him. And the one guy whose birthday it is he loves Billy Joel and he's like, Oh my God, Billy Joel's here. Like, you know, like I'd love to like meet him. So the girl goes up to Billy Joel and she's like, Hey, you know, I'm so sorry to bother you, but you come to my dad's restaurant all the time. I don't know if you remember me. He goes, Oh yeah. You know, I recognize you. Uh, you know, how are you? How's your dad? And she goes, listen, it's my friend's birthday. He would love nothing more than for you to wish him a happy birthday before you leave. She goes, if you don't have time, don't worry about it. So, okay, whatever. So the night goes on and this guy whose birthday it is, is drinking and he's like wasted now by the end of the night. And he's telling my brother and his wife a story about how the first time he ever went out with his now wife, they were like messing around on the couch and they were like dry humping on the couch. So Billy Joel walks over. So Billy Joel walks over and he goes to say, he goes to talk to this guy and he walks over and he's standing at the table. And this guy is like drunkenly telling a story and won't stop going. Oh my God. So Billy Joel interrupts him and he's like, Hey, you know, I just wanted to wish you a happy birthday. He goes, Billy, Billy, shut the fuck up. I'm telling the driver. Oh my God. And Billy Joel like doesn't know what to do. And he just turns around and leaves. And then the next day they, the guy was wasted, blacked out. And then the next day they told him and he was like in tears. He's like, I'm so embarrassed. I can't believe I told Billy Joel to shut the fuck up. Oh my God. That's great. I didn't see, I didn't expect that. Oh, that was an interesting turn to legendary, legendary. I want to hear about the dry humping on the couch. Oh I know that was the better part of the story. We missed that part, but imagine waking up the next day and finding out that you uh, cursed out Billy. Yeah, Brown. yeah. <laughs> we we uh, Christina has a friend that uh, the husband he owns a like a limo company, uh, so he's yeah you know access to limos all the time. So they they go out not us but them him and his friends they take a limo out you know. And the guy looks exactly like Chuck Norris, oh, identical God. to Chuck Norris, right? Even if, like you say, this is so-and-so, if I can find a picture of this guy online because he's got a, a successful business, I'll post this. It, you cannot tell it's not Chuck Norris. looks exactly like him. <laughs> so they used to go out, and they would call <laughs> restaurants, 
and they would say, hey, just want to let you know I'm Chuck Norris's agent. He wants to come in. Can you get him a good table? <laughs> so the guy pulls up in a fucking limo, gets out. They give him the red oh cup of treatment, God. and it wasn't Chuck Norris. They do it like once a month. They do this, and it was like the funniest thing. That's good. But I was like, yeah, yeah, just so funny. I love that. Remember that time. commercial, Paul? This might have been before your time, but there was a commercial for uh, I don't remember what what it was for, but it was about a guy named Michael Jordan. And it was yeah. all these scenes of him calling places and giving his yeah. name. And then when he shows up, yeah. they expect it to be Michael Jordan. So yeah. like he would yeah. make a restaurant uh, reservation and he'd come yeah. and the owner of the restaurant would be there holding a bottle of wine. And he'd be like, yeah, reservation for Michael Jordan. And then they'd all look disappointed. Uh, yeah. It was a hysterical commercial. I don't remember what it was for. but Can you imagine actually being named like Michael Jordan and you're not yeah. Michael Jordan? I know somebody yeah. named Michael Jordan who is Michael really? Jordan. Yep. Yeah. That's uh, I know Steve Jordan. Does that count? No. no. I know Derek from Alden, but yeah. not it. That's all you need. So, um, Pinto, I, I, right about I, uh, I hope everybody has a happy and safe New Year because this yeah, is going to come I out on New Year's Eve. Year over with because this sucked. Yeah. yeah. 2020 yeah. was a tough one, but 2021. Yeah. Some would say the toughest. Some would say yeah. the toughest. Um, but 2021 is going to be great. And uh, yeah. every, everything's going to go back to normal. Everyone's going to do their thing and have a great time. So happy New Year's, everyone. And I hope yeah. you're listening to this as the ball drops and uh, we ring in the new year. Oh, what's going to happen with Times Square? Obviously, there's nothing. nothing. Absolutely nothing. Right? Are they going to do like a little... Like, I they got. Yeah, I bet they're going to have performers, but no audience. Uh, yeah, they're going to do performers, I think, like... Uh, like on you know remotely they're dropping the ball and they uh but nobody there and they're doing confetti how yeah. are they gonna people from going there though people are gonna be I there know, right they gotta have a block off i don't know i don't know i don't yeah. know that's crazy well hmm. we'll find out though so hmm. keep an eye open the fish tank pitches Oh All yeah, right. fish tank. follow us at handmade podcast at derek from malden at paul pinto jr I'm not going to give you my Instagram. I got to, there's too much going on over there. Uh, We'll see you guys next week. Thank you. Thank you. If you like this show, take a look at our other shows made for makers just like you at www.makery.network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.